Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a minute, as they say. Uh, my name is Brian Beckner. You're listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. Big goings on. Not really. It's kind of a boring season. Let's get into it. Jason Stewart joins us now. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. I think um, I'm pretty sure that every Bachelorette season for the past, like, five, you've said at some point it's a real boring season. Dude, the, the contestants this year are super dull. Chasen, like, they tried to make Chasen, R.I.P. Chasen, by the way. They tried to make, um, what do I call him? Birth Defects Val Kilmer. <laughs> they tried to make him a villain, but he's just, like, a big dummy. He's stupid. He's, yeah. he's, he's just really dumb. And his name's Jason, and he's not interesting, and no one's rooting for him. And then also no one's really rooting against him either. So they're like, we just, let's just get rid of him. So it's, it's Tonight, um, yeah. and I guess I'll spoil it, he sent home, and his quote was, uh, I really thought if I would have had more time with her, I could have seen a potential future with her. Yeah, that's so good. Could have. <laughs> seen a potential future with her also i didn't get a chance to watch last week's show so i would just watch it on fast forward and that's when all the drama happened with jason and then i stopped it at one point and he's like i'm trying to decide if i'm going to be superman and then he's like or maybe i'll just be wolverine and then he's like because that's what they call me and then he like crossed his arms which i guess is what wolverine does when those knives shoot out of his hands or something and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, what if she sees that? That's so embarrassing. Uh, the rivalry is Chasen was Chasen and Ed, two, two of the dumbest guys on the show <laughs> by far. Two guys, uh, two guys with zero chance to win. <laughs> like, and, and somehow um, <laughs> I think the, they, she kept them on board last week. Yeah. First of all, she sent home three guys that I didn't even know were on the show. Who's were... Spencer? <laughs> I didn't know who Spencer was. He's gone. Oh, no, wait. Uh, he got a rose. No, no. Spencer is the, the surfer dude. But last week there were three guys that were just complete nobodies. But I think the producers were like, hey, we got this Ed Chase and rivalry. We got to keep it going. Yeah. Um, and then they they totally produced it up. They set it up to where they literally were going to do a, a a wrestling match. Yeah, what's that? A hardcore wrestling match yeah. between two of them for her love 
And uh, Ed, like at the last second, he didn't bother to say this, like once the competition was established at the very last second, when they literally had announced Ed and Chasen and they saved it for the last cage match, he went up to to Chris Harrison. He's like, Hey man, got this thing where my uh, shoulder goes out of socket and I can't do this shoulder thing, medical thing. He just didn't do it. He just didn't rest the guy. <laughs> like I would. So they're doing a lot more because they're in like one location because of COVID because they're quarantining. They're quarantining except that like Ashley, I and Jared get to show up. So I don't know like how who all is quarantining there because there's people coming in and out. It seems like. Well, I I thought about this. I thought yeah. about um, the hometowns. Are they going to quarantine everyone's family? Are they going to quarantine her family? Yeah, they're like, not how- doing that. They're not doing. They'll probably do like Zoom hometowns. Hometowns. Yeah, they're going to do Zoom hometowns. Um, so they have to do like a lot more on-site stuff. We talked about this last time that it was like, hey, we're going to go. <laughs> We're going to go on a horseback riding date. And then the, the, the horse just like clops along the cement from like one pool to the next pool. And then they sit on the horse and have a margarita and then they just get in the pool. It's like these are the kind of dates we got to do. And so it's like a lot less because they do do like sort of these activities on the regular bachelor. But it's usually not like, hey, let's um see who can grab each other's balls the fastest or, you know, it's like they're trying to make them more um, like um, competitive, I guess. Well, they're all, they're all the, tonight was like, uh, we've never seen this one before. It, it was everyone competing for a one-on-one date, like yeah. competing for a number one-on-one yeah. date. That speaks to two things that this season is just like, um, uh, complete throwaway yep. and they're just doing things uh, out of their ass and it speaks to her like wanting to get married or not like yeah go yeah. ahead and compete it doesn't even matter but by the way I'm going to tease this later on in this podcast um, one of the most sobering things that has ever happened in my history of viewing the show like it, it hit me right between the eyes and it was a little it was a little discombobulating um, so I'll, I'll uh, tease it that Jace way. Jace do such a pro. Because <laughs> now I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fascinated. I'm I'm on the show. I'm doing the show with you. And I can't wait till we pay off this tease. It's so exciting. So tonight they had, um, their, the competition was um, very uncomfortable. I think I've said on this podcast, it's one of my, my life pet peeves is like um, getting uh, watching someone sing to someone is so uncomfortable. It's the worst. Like being, being sung to is very uncomfortable because you, you're almost compelled to like be have a positive, yeah. like smiling. Like mm-hmm. if, if you don't like it, you can't express that because you look like a total bitch. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather masturbate for an audience. Yeah. Than sing. So so the um. Usually they have some kind of a, t- a tie-in, like they bring on a, a musician or something. But this is the uh, right. quarantine year, and we're well, like, "All right, just for no reason, we're, we're all going to write a song out of our ass and sing it to her." Where's Where's Chris and Brett from two episodes ago? And also, that's not true. They brought in Margaret Cho before when they did the roast. It's true. They They and can do what they want. They brought in Ashley I and Jared. 
It was uh, it was somebody in Bree. Yeah, Chris uh, and Bree. Chris and Bree. They were and, there. And you and I, um, we, we kind of pride ourselves on being the the most oblivious yes. pod hosts. Um, <laughs> our bones, the most um, uber involved yeah. and informed. We are the opposite end of the spectrum. Totally. We did this whole riff where these two randoms were singing, and they were off-brand. They weren't the regular Caucasian country, not country band. <laughs> yeah. And one of our devout Twitter followers brought it to our attention that they were the winners of that debunked bachelor um, – I don't know. What do you call it? A, a bachelor uh, franchise. They won. They sang to each other, and yeah. somebody won at the end. Yeah, because remember they did – like not that long in the summer, maybe they did like a bachelor idol show that nobody, yeah. that nobody watched except for our loyal listener, Kayfabe, who, <laughs> who had to alert us that, Oh no, those weren't just random. Those weren't just like Palm Springs randos that they brought in because all the bars were closed and they couldn't do their um, local like piano bar night. <laughs> so they just grabbed them. Actually, no, those were professional. Those were winners of a bachelor show that no one watched except for our friend. K. When it said the name of the song, it said like a bachelor original. Yeah. Now it makes, it was probably this, a dumb song that they had written for the winners. Right. Uh, but anyways, uh, back to the, the singing competition, they're all hacks. Um, most of them kind of just do what, what regular people that aren't musically inclined do. And they just write a bunch of rhymes and really cheesy. Uh, I guess Bennett scored some points. Um, but this guy, Ivan, um, who basically just kind of did like an LL cool J, um, kind of slow beat rap. Um, he, he won. So, yeah. I guess that's what that's what it was like. She got to pick whatever the best song was, but it was just like ten minutes of seeing dudes sing at her, and the only thing she could Horrible. do is like react positively. And it just really it wasn't a good time for me. Um, Awful. But, but Ivan gets gets the one on one date, which is a big deal. They go back to her place. They order a bunch of junk food, um, but they like first and foremost like. You know, Taisha, we've said on this show, you know, it's it's not the Bachelorette. It's uh, a bomb summer with Taisha, right? Yeah, yeah. She's not really she's not going to get married. She's looking to have a bunch of fun, and she kind of showed her cards again here. Where they, she just wanted to play games on the one-on-one date. She just wanted to fill it with games and have a good time. And her first game, and tell me if you've ever played this. I know you have a, a, a daughter. Maybe this is a thing. Uh, with the with the kids or whatever, but like, have you ever played um, the floor is the lava? Have you ever played? That? No, I think it was a good idea. Whatever producer came up with it, it was a good idea because I think the the rap on Ivan is that he's kind of quiet and dull, and then immediately she's like, "Hey, I mean, it was a total setup." She's like, "We're gonna order room service, but the resort's closed. Like, there's no room service to order." <laughs> One. B, she's like, but I left my phone in the other room, which to me was code for you're going to get it in right now. Like we're going, we're skipping room service. We're going straight to the bed room. Usually if somebody's, if somebody's got a ploy to get you in the bedroom, it's, you know, it could be a roofie situation. Let's hope it's not that obviously. Um, Or it's, you you know, Hey, they want to like, they want to accelerate things, get things going. 
Um, but no, it was just actually a, a ploy to get Ivan to open up a little bit. And I think it worked because they made a game out of it. And they, and so then they were loose and, and having fun. I had a couple issues. It was basically a, um, it was a sleepover for, uh, for sixth graders. It was right. Yeah. The lava, the floor is lava. And you're right. It was, they, they really kind of did, um, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a, um, I don't know, bait and a switch. Yeah. When they're all, yeah. yeah. It's in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. On, Stand. It kind of reminded me of Tom Hanks and Big. Yeah. When he's, I get, I get on top. I get, I get to be on top. Yeah. It's and like she's, oh. she's like, it's in the bedroom next to the lube, and then you're <laughs> like, oh, they're getting about to get make it happen, but no. And also, um, I need some some better rules to the floor is lava because. Um, Ivan, she's like, do you think you can make it to the bedroom? And he's like, yeah. And he just like grabbed three pillows and threw them like each a little bit further apart. And then he just walked from pillow to pillow. And I was like, oh, that's allowed because I would have leapt to the coffee table. And then there was a chair at the other side and I would have leapt, leapt to that. And then I would have scooted across the room on that chair. But it turns out you can just drop things in front of you and walk across the fucking lava. So that was kind of a bullshit game. Didn't you think this is how old I am? Like, and I'm kind of I'm uh, giving you a little bit of a of an example or a foreshadowing of, again of my uh, a hint of my tease. This is how old I am. I I said the entire time as they were hopping from one thing to the other, like that's a growing pull, like waiting to happen. Yeah, totally. totally. Yes, they're just gonna slip for sure. Yes, and when they're and when they're growing. Yes, totally. Uh, so they um they go from the lava is the floor. They ordered a bunch of wings and hot dogs and candy and this massive bowl of of ice cream. Okay, hold on. We're not just gonna walk past that massive bowl of ice cream. I could see <laughs> it was so disgusting. Like big, it's, it's smelly. I used to work at Swenson's. Okay, and they would make. I didn't work in the. I, I was a cook, so I didn't make any of the ice cream things. But we would make the girls there would make these big ice cream sundaes with tons of whipped cream on them. They were disgusting. And the glasses would all stink and the trash stunk. It was gross. And so I got kind of triggered because they made a ice cream sundae. And first of all, ice cream sundaes are bullshit unless they're tiny. You got to do them small. You got to put the fucking fudge on the bottom so it doesn't melt all the ice cream and fuck off with the cherries and go easy with the whipped cream because it's all just bullshit extra but they made this thing jason it was so big it was like like gallons it had gallons of ice cream in it and you could see it melting it looked disgusting you could tell they were grossed out having to eat it and it was melting and and falling on the table and i would i would have just been like i can't concentrate get this fucking thing out of here because it's gross oh it's disgusting i'm i'm a a huge sweet tooth i love ice cream I, I was I was a little disgusted. Speaking I, of speaking of sweet tooth, have you ever had a salted nut roll? Salted nut roll, no. So my uh, one of the listeners of the regular podcast, the Baller Lifestyle, um, Super Lee, probably a Twitter follower of yours, he um, he sent me these salted nut rolls, which is like a Midwestern thing. It's kind of like a um, like a juiced up payday, pretty good. But then I was then I was talking to my chick on um, text tonight, and we were chatting up. An underrated bar, and I know you agree. The whatchamacallit. Oh, yeah. No, that's one of my favorite bars. <laughs> it's just a fantastic bar, isn't it? It's like a Reese's and a, Nest- and a Nestle's Crunch fucked. 
It's it's great. Yeah, it's, it's great. Okay, go on. But by the way, the uh, the was salted nutted roll. Salt, that, salted nut roll. Just the name of that thing. That, that gives itself to way too many jokes. It's a great like, name, right? The salted. Hey, Midwest euphemism. Yes. Like, hey, put the salty nut yes. in your mouth. Yes. Hey, Jason, do you want? I have an extra salted nut roll here. Do you, would you like to taste my salted nut roll? Would you like to put your lips on my salted nut roll? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Ivan. It turns out, um, I like this kid. So they. I like they, him uh, too. They they do they play the four is lava they eat junk food then they play Twister so it just mm-hmm. a complete sixth grade um, sleepover. I'd like to twist right. her. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so they go out. I think they're what in the hot tub maybe or they're just on the I don't know couch. Hold or on, they play bocce ball first, and again, this is not this is was not as triggering as the as the um, as the Sunday that they ate, but they play bocce ball. And um, the grass has only been grown out for seven months before they started playing bocce ball. There's there's actual fucking clumps of yeah. grass. You can't bo- lawn bowling like the fucking ball needs to be able to roll. You don't just you just flop it up there and it stops in the long ass grass. And also you're making a TV show here. It presents like shit. It looks bad. Like run the lawnmower or pick a better place. You got you got the run of the whole resort. Like set it up. They have tennis courts there. Do it on the tennis court. Insane. Go on. I had forgotten about bocce. Um, it was horrible. So uh, Ivan, he they go from like this. You know, we've said in the past, or I've said at least, like Tasha's just all about the positive. She doesn't like silences. A lot of laughing. A lot of. Just filling it with small talk, very surface stuff. But he like takes a turn for the uh, turn downward with his content. Like he's like, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get to know her and I'm gonna tell her about me. He's got this disturbing thing with his family. Um, oh yeah, his brother went to prison. His brother, um, yeah, I, I guess when he tried to be a great example for his brother in high school, and then when he went to college, his brother took a bad turn, got into drugs. Four years in prison, I'm guessing there's something in there of, of a violent nature or uh, you rip something. It's Texas, dude. Like drugs, you can go away. Like you have a couple priors, maybe you have a DUI or maybe just a, like a simple possession. And then you get popped again and maybe you have a bigger amount the second time. You could do four years. So he's like telling the story. And to Horrible. be honest, like uh, she reacted completely different. She surprised me. Because he started telling her about really disturbing shit, like um, the brother goes into the prison, um, and then his uh, baby mama had, a, had a, a child that he's never been able to touch, other than through the glass. Oh, yeah, he started crying, and, and I'm going to be the second father for it. really like deep stuff. And the whole time I'm thinking, as she's looking at him, I'm thinking she. The only thing she's thinking right now is, do you want to play some darts? You want to go? <laughs> Uh, like play Monopoly or something, but she she did surprise me because you know not only does he make that into uh, his brother in prison, he makes it into a George Floyd yeah and yeah. Black Lives Matter thing, and he says his brother says that uh, the prison guards just kind of t- take a beating to him for no reason yeah because they're sociopaths just like the inmates like it's not yeah. a shock. And it's like, so then he gets kind of deep just into into the movement and uh, and everything else. Uh, it was actually. 
very kind of um, intellectual, sophisticated talk for this show. I liked it. It's it was so out of the ordinary for The Bachelor. They usually shy away because they want they want to present this sort of ideal idyllic environment. Um, I just wondered. I I feel like they usually caution against talking about big picture topics like this heavier subject matter. I just wonder if, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying Ivan that these things aren't important to Ivan because clearly they are. And he's, his life has been touched personally. I just wonder if it, if it was production that was kind of like, Hey, you know, feel free to discuss your your family situation in, in a way that they normally wouldn't. Right. And so yeah. and I got the feeling, too. Right. It's yeah. like uh, maybe the most annoying, um, uh, most annoying adjective over the last nine months. And you just hear it from the woke people and the and it sounds like they're smart. But like if you want to like give an adjective to this um to this conversation. I'm sure all the producers were thinking it too, but it was an important conversation to have. It was important, yeah. which I can't stand that word. But, yeah. um, so they, they got, they got real. Um, Tasha then starts making no sense. And I want our Twitter followers or somebody to explain to me exactly what she's upset about because she, she admits that she came uh, up in orange County, not a lot of, um, uh, black people or mixed race people around yeah. and she just starts crying yeah. and this is what this is what she um, ended up saying the reason what that made her so upset because he kept jumping her he kept trying to finish her sentences and stuff you, that thing that you do and you want to help somebody out but it wasn't helping me out because I didn't know what she was crying about and she said um, it, the Black Lives Matter really hit me hard because those are the people in my backyard that I've been trying to prove for so long that I'm the same as them. Yeah. So maybe it's she because she's mixed, she maybe doesn't feel like she's accepted anywhere. If that, I mean that 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 would be a, a true uh, emotion to have. Yeah. I just didn't get that feeling at all from her. But if that's if that if that's it, you got to give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't paying too close of attention. He was he was also saying that he's he's um, black and Filipino, and she's and she was basically like, we don't really have any black Filipino people here, and she's like, oh. and he's like, really. <laughs> And I thought that because it is it's I would say it's not a common mix of races. So I think I think Orange County, though, I, I do think that if you get up towards L.A. Yeah. Uh, even like even like, a, you know, off the 60 in the 605 area <laughs> down there. Yeah. Into Pico Rivera. Population and a, a mixed mixed race population. Yes. But um, I, we, we have a lot of Filipino people in Orange County, maybe not as, not as, not a high population of black people. I don't think I've met a black Filipino. Well, she hasn't, um, yeah, she, she hadn't either. And we're both, and she and I are both from Orange County as are you. Um, so now is the payoff. Um, this is the very sobering, uh, bit of information that if we've watched 20 seasons of this show, it, it, it hit me right between the eyes. Um, I realized tonight that uh, 
that Tasha's father. <laughs> Tasha's father and I are the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tasha's father impregnated Tasha's mother when he was a teen. Because Tasha's 30. Or she was 29 when they made this show. And she said, my dad's not even 50 yet. So that is kind of like... A little better? It makes me feel a little better. A little bit. Uh, and it, it, Yeah. It, I mean, we've been talking for the last couple of years about how, how odd it is becoming um, thinking all these women are hot and sexy and stuff when they are um, in their early 20s. Yeah. Uh, and that and that just kind of hit home a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it's not going to change the way I feel, but it, it did kind of hit home a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's what they established, right? They both have black dads. Ivan and her and her really, um, really hit it off. They got deep. Um, she didn't think she was going to get so emotional, and I think the date was a home run. He got a he got a roast. Um, oh yeah, she likes Ivan. Ivan's a front runner. And he's he's a likable dude. I like him a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's like a he's not an astronaut, but he's, he's a, an astro something. He's a, he? yeah, like an aeronautical engineer or something. So um, the the um, the very staged thing, and I think Tasha is a little worse at acting than most of these subjects. Um, in you know, she wasn't going to be on this season, so I kind of give her a pass. But like. She's a little off with her acting. Like, you know, the, the reality show is supposed to give the semblance of reality, but um, their, their post-date activity was, uh, hey, let's watch this movie. Ready? And they turn on the movie, and it's just a an ongoing collage of her as a little child. Um, yeah. And and uh, and he's like, is that you? And she's like, oh, my God, it is me. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, it's, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Like, like she wasn't the one who came up with the idea to do that. Like they just had a collage of her child pictures that they just put on the screen. Um, that was stupid. That they shouldn't have yeah, done that. I agree. They're just they don't have enough. These these shows, and I understand why they are, but they should not be two hours. It's just too long. They do they do not have enough content to fill two hours. With that said, like we said last week, it's like they do they are doing a lot of non sequiturs and they're doing stuff that they haven't explained. I mean, it was one thing to have the um, the bowl of ice cream that was the size of the table that they were eating out of. Yeah. But there was no reference to why that was like yeah. you that there would have been a setup, some kind of a joke or something. It, it was just there. A ridiculously big bowl of ice cream. Yes. Um, and by the way, Ivan is a big uh, literally guy. Um, and you know our take on literally how um, um, you, you st steal the line from uh, from my guy Gary, the uh, what's Gary Gallman? Yeah. How uh, the millennials have taken the word literally and turned it into its antonym. Right. It is, so it doesn't mean that anymore. Yeah. Um, and so he is. Uh, he said tonight to Tasha, "You literally have given me life." He said that. Um, he said literally uh, at least three more times. The next scene, the Canadian, um, oh no, maybe it was before the, uh, the cocktail party. He's like the Canadian guy. What's his name? I forget his name. Blake. 
He's like, everyone has the, the wildlife manager. He's your favorite. That's right. That's right. So he's setting up the next uh, group date. He's like, everyone has literally had to bring their a game. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's yeah. the pr- proper usage, right? <laughs> no, oh. um, no. Um, so anyways, the, um, the next, next day's challenge is another group date. They got a bunch of people in these group dates that were on the group date before. Again, this season is real loose with the details. Yeah. Um, um, and the one guy that's left out of both dates is uh, Ben, who they left us last episode. Ben, like, did this maneuver where he's like, I'm going to hold out and I'm going to finish the night with her. I'm going to be her last impression. So I'm going to wait for all the dudes to be with her. And then I'm going to go in and make a huge impression. Well, then she, they just like ran out of time. She got tired. So they just cut the date short. Mm. And, and then she got all kind of mad at him. She's like, yeah, I was waiting for you. I was waiting for you to make the move. And it totally backfired. But anyways, uh, Ben is left with he, he wasn't on these group dates. And I have a theory about this here in a little bit. But, oh, OK. Um, anyway, so uh, this the next challenge is is. Uh, as ridiculous as it comes, even for this show, it's some kind of a treasure hunt thing. They bring um, Becca, the former bachelorette. Becca Kufrin. So boring. I literally fell asleep when she came on the screen. She was uh, Ari Iandike. What was his name? Iandike? Iandike. He cucked with her or he cucked her or something. I forget how that went. Yes. And then she became the bachelorette. Um, And then... um, so they do this like treasure hunt thing where they, they have to go and they do all these things and Tasha and Becca and some other random, uh, from another season or, are just there with a megaphone watching these guys. And they, they have to like eat, eat or drink these smoothies with some gross stuff in yeah. it. And again, I'm not doing any of this. One of them had to do a, um, Kenny had to do, had to do a, um, do do his orgasm sound or something for one minute or something into the phone and then it and then it like played over a loudspeaker, right? Yeah, I'm out. One of their things that they had to do was yeah. to fake an orgasm. Yeah, and I guess the other guys on the date who were doing their treasure hunt didn't know that they were going to do this, so there was kind of a reaction thing going on. And by the way. I think they showed three orgasms, maybe two. They were horrible. Like they horrible. were really bad at faking an orgasm. Like um, they were atrocious yeah. at. It. Yeah, they they really were. Um, but also, like, who could do that? Like, who's? I guess anybody, I would anybody, be anybody who's who's uh, experienced an orgasm or and or has seen their share of porn could do a a fairly um, a fairly uh, good rendition of an orgasm. You know These what? Guys, I, you know what I would do. The impression is that they've never had an orgasm you, before. You know what I would do is I would do like a little bit of dirty talk. Like I would, I would style it a little bit, and I would. No, they did. Oh, they did. Oh, I fast forwarded that part. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny actually made the comment in the middle of his orgasm. Uh-huh. Um, stand back a little. Said, <laughs> That's pretty good. Orgasm, stand back a little That's bit. Pretty, <laughs> like, pretty good. Because he's never, because he's never. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. 
So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. Or had an orgasm while actually being inside of another person. That's what he's telling you. Um, so for whatever reason, um, um, that was just like a competition. I don't remember anybody winning. I don't remember what the point was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just kind of went on to the, uh, to the night date. Um, and by the way, the night date, she's wearing kind of a one piece bathing suit. Um, and then a little, little skirt, little, uh, whatever you call that, that goes over the, the legs. Yeah, um, yes. she looked, she looked incredible. Um, and Zach, who is, has become a dark horse in this whole thing. I Zach, know how I like that. They're like, I like that. Zach's a little bit older. He's 36. And they're like, what? Say that. he's, he's much older than 36, by the way. I know, that's right. He looks, he looks at least 46, but also they act, assuming he is 36, they act like he's fucking ancient. And they're like, hey, so Zach, why aren't you dead yet? And it's like, what? Like, how come you haven't been in a long term marriage? And it's like, dude, calm down. He's 36, not 60. You know, it's weird. Did you um, have you made a comment about his hair? Because you're usually the guy bad, that dude. Yeah. identifies the hair plugs. Yeah, is, I don't know. He, no. So, Unnatural is going on top there. I don't have an eye for that stuff, but something's going on that he doesn't have as much hair as he looks like. He I think it could just be bad hair. He's got like kind of a brilloy situation. It doesn't look like a piece, but it could be some plug fill in because a lot of times it comes in kind of like that peach fuzz like he's got. So he, he could have juiced it with some um, cornrow plugs in there. And they're just filling in, and that's why that hair is like kind of so fluffy and like brilloy on the top. It's bad, whatever it is. You should shave it off. Well, it's uh, she's not bothered by it. She actually seems like she's into him, and they were making out in the hot tub. It is um, weird, yeah, because she should not be into him. He's not cute. He's not. He's one of the worst guys. I mean, he seems like a nice enough guy, but he's not. He's not one of the better looking dudes. I would say. And, and our dude, our guy Bennett, uh, the Harvard guy, he's uh, real dumb, makes a lot of money. Um, yeah, yes. He's falling in love. He uh -huh. had a great day with her. Um, what? Wait, hold on. When he she asked, what was going on when he said he'd been engaged before, and she's like, "You um, broke it off," and then he had to like whisper to her, and he's like, "I just, I don't, I don't, like, I don't." I don't know what the deal. And then he, it was also like he was all, almost crying. So I just, I was that all of that was completely lost on me. Yes, he did break off an engagement. And but also he's not sad about it. And he's so not sad about it that he was about to cry when he thought about it. <laughs> well, he 
his reasoning was that his parents never got along and he saw something like that in this relationship and he canceled it before it, it was marriage. Yeah, um, well, that's fair. But what's like, why fun. the whispering and, yeah. and whimpering at the same time It's very confusing. Bennett, um, he just doesn't seem real to me. He, he's very Clark Kent ish. He doesn't, I, I don't, th- they make him out to be the Harvard, um, guy that, that works on wall street. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm buying that. He's, he's, I mean, the number one Bennett of all time, of course, is, um, Bennett, the bad guy from commando. Who's, who's also the Australian guy in Mad Max, with right. the Mohawk. And then he's also the, um, he shows up in Weird Science on a motorcycle to wreck the party. He's the number one greatest Bennett. Bennett, yeah. Bennett. Hey, Bennett, let off some steam. Um, why don't you let off some steam? Um, this Bennett, he's like, I don't know any other Bennett's, but this Bennett is much lower down the list than the, than the one good Bennett that we know of. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a – I think Zach, Zach gets the, uh, the rose. He's obviously made an impression. Yeah. Um, so uh, everyone kind of goes home for the night, right? And I told you, Ben. Um, ben V. He, he overplayed his, his cards last episode. He thinks he has to make up for it. Yep. So he does what people are commonly doing in the, in the middle of the night. And if you, li- if you listen close enough, Chris Harrison says it's 2.30 in the morning. That didn't add up. But no. uh, it's the middle of the night. Yeah. And. I give the producers credit when the last time we did the episode, they had uh, Tasha like dressed to the nines yep. with hottie cocktail dress that was supposed to be a wind down outfit. At least they had yeah. like nice little sweats and a, a little uh, T-shirt um, that she bundled up. It was it was it was a cute look. You shit her hair cute. up. Right. Right. But fully made up. But, yeah. you know, so. um so Ben's great plan is to go to her place. Well, then the show does one of the dumbest things it's ever done. They so they stupid. obviously staged this thing where that one dolt, uh, Ed, um, he also says, I'm going to go see Tasha tonight. And yeah. they do this thing where they have them both leaving at, around the same time. They have Ben walking up and knocking on the door. They have Ed walk, walk, knocking on the door. So Ed knocks on the door, and uh, who answers but Chris Harrison. And I've noticed in this season, I don't know if it's a a La Quinta thing or if this is like Chris Harrison got a new contract and a little bit more control. He's he's, he's thrusting himself into these episodes in a comedic way. Yeah. yeah. Because he thinks he's funny. Yeah. And he's not. Yeah. It's it's real dumb. And also, like – Tasha is in the same room that that um, Claire was in. Oh, by the way, I had to unfollow Claire on Instagram because it just too much just wasn't for me. Um, but I, every time they go to her, she's in the presidential suite and, you know, it's the presidential suite because right outside the door, it says El Presidente. <laughs> So it's not, there's not really, I get that it's a big resort, but I don't think you're going to accidentally go knock on a door and think it's her door considering like it's, it's known where she's staying. It's not like, it's not like a secret. I can't, I can't figure out, um, 
I, I know it wasn't what it was as they filmed. I, I want to know what was the idea. Obviously, Chris Harrison wanted to be involved in some comedic capacity. Yeah. He forced this little thing where uh, Ed goes up and knocks on the door. He answers it. Ed thinks it's Tasha's room. He's like, oh, man. And then uh, Harrison was like, you want to come in for a drink? And like any normal human being who wanted to go um, to the love of his life's um, room would be like, no, dude, I, you know, I'm in love with this woman. I'm going to her room. Where is she? Yeah. But he, he goes in yeah. and they sit there and they have drinks together, which tells me yeah. that Ed was in on this, that the producer said, here's the deal. Harrison has this dumb idea, but we need somebody to do it. And uh, and Harrison said during that exchange, it's two thirty in the morning, and he his hair is perfectly done, um, yeah. and he's got makeup on, and he's just sitting there with a bottle of wine. Um, it was really it was it was like even for this show, it was a real bad staging thing. I just don't know who was in on the joke. I'm guessing Ed wasn't on the joke because he never ended up getting to Tasha's room. Of course he was. Um, also does Ed, um, Jason says that Ed has chicken legs and that's real fucked up. That's a fucked up thing to say about somebody. That's all. That's like the lowest thing you can say about somebody. And Jason should have been asked to leave the show at that moment. I think. (laughs) I don't know if it's the lowest thing you can say about somebody. It's I, I literally, it's literally the worst thing you can say literally, yeah. to, um, to someone about their appearance is that they have chicken legs. Well, I mean, if, if you've been around guys that work out a lot and do a lot of like bodybuilding and stuff, there yeah. is the chicken leg guy that just works on the upper body yeah. on the, uh, but, but on the muscles you can see outside the t-shirt. Some guys can't, can't put any muscle on their legs. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> blessed to be a quadzilla, which although that makes it very difficult to buy pants because my they don't fit around my thighs. But, uh, you know, some guys just have skinny legs, and let's not body shame, you know? It's not okay to body shame ladies. The we first, shouldn't body shame men. The first thing I thought, when the first, one of the first times I ever saw you in shorts, I said, holy shit, this guy's like Earl Campbell. Jason, that's the nicest it's thing anyone's ever said about me. Massive thighs and legs. It's the nicest thing um, anyone has ever said about me. I know it's not true. <laughs> But it's I'm I'm still gonna um, make a recording of that and put it in my phone and listen to it every day. So um, so Ben um, he gets into the room. Um, she acts surprised again, and everyone knew that he was coming. And he scores some points. He made up with her yeah. and ended up drinking champagne. Yeah. He ordered. Um, he ordered the room service so that they could dupe the viewer because a knock at the door mm-hmm. happened and everyone watching mm-hmm. the show thought it was Ed and there was going to be some awkwardness, but it was his room service that he had ordered for them. Hey, by the way, it's past last call, dude. Room service doesn't just bring you fucking booze just because you asked for it. If it's 6 a.m. or whatever, you know, 4 a.m. and you call for champagne, they're going to tell you no. You know why? Because it's against the law. So, I mean, what what the show has established um, in recent seasons now, um, it used to be that nobody ever thought to go to the person's room when there wasn't a date. That was just off limits. Yeah. And, and when it did happen, yeah. it truly was a surprise. Yes. Um, but now they they do it, you know, once every couple episodes. Don't get me going on this because there are no rules. Let's, yeah, all, let's talk about Nick Vile. Yes, yes. 
But I mean, it's it's not only are they they set it up and they have the cameras ready inside the room. They're all made up. It's now they're doing the Chris Harrison thing. Yeah, it's spe- just it's become stupid. Speaking of that, Caitlin Bristow, former Bachelorette. I saw yeah. that she won. I've never seen this show, of course, but I saw that she won Dancing with the Stars. Um, that's kind of not very surprising because she's a professional dancer. Like what? <laughs> How can you? They, they should have like a. They should have a, a TV show called like Home Run Derby, and it'd be like um, Tim's an accountant from Kenosha, Wisconsin, and. Uh, Bob is a mechanic from Delray Beach, Florida, and they're going up against um, Mike Piazza from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and uh, he was a Hall of Fame um, major league catcher. Like, what the fuck? How can you? How can my point? Hey, look, it wasn't that good of a joke, but the point is, is how can you have a show about dancing where the premise of the show is people learn how to dance and then you go. <laughs> But also, let's make one of the contestants a professional at the thing that everyone else is supposed to be learning. And spoiler alert, she wins. Of course she That's wins. So okay. It would be like, yes. um, and for those who remember the, the TV show Chips, I think um, the former Bruce Jenner, I think, spent time the last couple of seasons, I think. Yeah. He was on- John left or something. And uh, no, I think was- there was some crossover there. It would be like uh, Battle of the Network Stars, and Bruce Jenner was one of the contestants that it's, had to do all the. I think he was. I think, all the stuff. I, I think there might have been some crossover on Battle of the Network Stars, where, but like, I mean, there is at, at that point. I mean, you can't have him maybe do decathlon things. I wonder. I wonder. Now, Bruce Jenner, he was a scratch golfer. The guy was a great athlete, right? Bruce, Bruce transitioned to Caitlyn Jenner, and I want everybody to live their truth. I think that's great. Bruce is now Caitlyn. Does Caitlyn still play from the tips, or she's she's she tee off from the red tees? <laughs> Good point. It's I something because I mean, legally she can tee off from the red tees, but it's not real fair because Bruce was a zero from the fucking championship tees. That's a good point. Well, somebody somebody that's out at Calabasas Country Club. Yeah, yeah, let me know. Let me know if you see Caitlin out there. What tea is she playing? Okay, what what were we talking about, Jason? We got to wrap this up. Let's go. So uh, Ben, he uh, he gets back in good graces. Had a great um, yeah. late night visit. And- he, he's gorgeous. He's um, he's a, a friend of a friend of mine, and I see on Instagram that they're having watch parties with Ben every week for this show. So. <laughs> Well, he um, he's ex-military. Uh, yep, and, he's gorgeous. He's beautiful. He's fit. But he he did say he did say something kind of ridiculous Be, before he before they show him going on this um, on this venture. He said, "I'm sure a, a producer made him say this because if you're ex-military, I don't think you say this. It's not respectful to people that do this for a living." Yeah. He's like, um, I haven't been on a secret mission in years, but uh, but tonight I'm going on one. Mm. It's like, let's let's think about what the secret mission probably yeah. was back in the day. Yeah. It probably had a lot to do with dead Middle Eastern. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that this the secret mission could be compared. Yes, you're probably right. Yes. So um, so. 
that went well, and they get to the uh, the the before the rose ceremony yeah. cocktail, and yeah. Noah. Our guy Noah pulls a, a, a move that nobody on the show has pulled. And- hold, hold on, because Noah, and I don't mean to steal your thunder here, but Noah shaved his mustache. Is, should that be allowed in the middle of the season? You should. Well, you, know- a, you arrive with a look. You should be forced to maintain that look. There's too many of these guys to keep track of because I was like, is that Noah? No, because he had a mustache. It must be some dude that looks like him. Well, because you fast forwarded last episode, yeah. Noah Noah pulled a move where he went into the um, he he volunteered to go into the cage because remember I told you Ed pulled the maneuver yeah. where he said my my shoulder gets out of whack. Yeah. Well, uh, she told the audience, which was just the rest of the Bachelor contestants, right. who who wants to come in and wrestle Chasen, mm. and then Noah jumps the fence. Oh right. Um, so this is the second. The second guy, the second person in the history of this franchise who the term jump the fence right. has like meant something. Right. Obviously, the first one was our guy Colton. He yeah. did jump the fence. Yeah. But now jump the fence in the last two episodes has referred to Noah jumping the fence to get into the wrestling match to pin Chasen. And then she gave him the rose, even though he wasn't even supposed to be on the date. So, that so was it was it was a two men enter, one man leave situation, like kind of Thunderdome. Kinda. And, yeah. um, and then she invited him back to the uh, after party um, cocktails and whatnot, and gave him the rose. And everyone was kind of bitter because he wasn't supposed to be there. But during that date, she basically said, "Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not into the mustache." And she shaved him on the date. He's like, "Let's let's get rid of it." Which um, I admired him for showing. If you if you show up with a mustache on a show like this, yeah, that just means you you think a lot of yourself. Ooh. I mean, you had him pinned as a player. Like, if you if you could wear a mustache on a show like this, that means that you're basically saying I'm giving everybody else a head start, Ooh. and I'm still going to win. Well, because I have a really stupid mustache. And, yeah, but I mean that's totally different. Oh, it is. <laughs> Because I don't, I definitely, if I were, well, I'm much too old to go on The Bachelor. So unless they did, unless they did my idea to reboot, reboot a Byron Velvick style Bachelor, I'll never be on The Bachelor. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd have to go with the mustache because it's just my look now. It's how I, what I have. So he, she shaves him and, you know. That's kind of hot. He's a good looking guy. Yeah, that's Uh, sexy. So he, but he pulls a move at this rose ceremony that's yeah. never been done. And if you think about it, it takes a lot to do something unique on this show. Uh, right. And he did it tonight. Um, so he, um, he's been getting a lot of shit at the house yeah, because like he's him. kind of a, a douchebag. And he, he intervened on that date and got a rose and everyone's pissed at him. So they've been making these passive aggressive jokes at him and kind of, you know, basically saying that, um, you got a rose and that's a fucking joke, right? Yep. Well, he tr- he turns it on its head and no one's ever done this before. He sits down with Tasha and he's like, I just got to let you know something. You know, I've been getting a lot of shit for, j- for jumping the fence and getting the rose. Yeah. And then, and then he's like, and what a lot of the guys are doing is that they're, they think that you giving me the rose is a sign that you're not taking this serious. Because yeah. they think it's such a big joke that I got the rose. I mean, that is, a, that is, that is, you're not taking this serious. He did kind of twist it there, <laughs> which is pretty smart. 
No one's ever done that before yeah. on this show. Yeah. Um, I mean, they do they do narc people off where they're like, hey, this oh, guy's yeah. not here for the right reasons. But he he did a like a little psychological twist about it where they're like where they're like hey, she he's like they're saying all this stuff about me. But it's not really about me, is it? It's about you. It's it not reminds, about me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just thinking about this now. I remember it being such a ridiculous thing. Um, this one total douchebag that I worked with once was always like basically just telling lies or exaggerating mm, what Boston he had done in Finn. the past. And, um, and he, he, he told me with a group of people once that he once dated a Playboy Playmate in college. And we just all laughed at him. Yeah. Like we just we didn't even take it serious for a second because he's kind of this little dweeb. Yeah. Guy. yeah. And um, so so I laughed at it. And then we, we would kind of bring it back and make fun of him every once in a while. Well, I mean, you dated a Playmate, so, you know, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. And um, so he came up to us one day and he's like, yeah, you know, my wife. My wife really took that personally. Like she thinks that <laughs> she she thinks that I'm not I'm not good enough to, to date a playmate. So that so she must not have good taste in men because yeah. I'm not I'm not good enough to. It's like what are you fucking kidding me yeah. with this shit? Yeah. So that's what this guy it's did. Basically uh, the same as what Noah did. He twisted it. He yeah. twisted it. It's made pretty it smart. Her. Yeah. Um, did you I ever deter- did you ever determine had he date a playmate and also which playmate was it? <laughs> no, I, I it, you know what you know what it was when I, when we were coming up they had those like girls of the big eight. Oh, girls so it wasn't an actual it wasn't an actual yeah. centerfold. It, well, I mean he downgraded it to that, yeah. but I still don't think he ever dated it. Right, dated anyone, um, and I have no idea if his wife actually said that. I think he was just pulling. I think he was trying to make us feel bad. Yeah. Um, so um, I don't know if Noah. It was a savvy move. It was a huge dick move, by the way, but it was a savvy move to like stir shit up. And I don't know if he meant to do it. Um, oh, he anyways, did. No, he definitely did. Oh, yeah, definitely. So? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because so, she 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 went in and uh, and showed some major sexy attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And brought them all together and said, look, if, if any of you don't think I'm taking this serious, then then I'll I'll, I'll be happy to walk you out. And like, um. The, the thing that happened was that she's like, and then she just stormed off and said, I'll see you at the rose ceremony. So, of course, there were people that didn't get time with her that were pissed off. And uh, and it was a smart move by Noah because she's like, well, who was it? And he's like, oh, he's like, you know what? Maybe you should just ask them. So it's right, like right. everybody, everybody but Noah is suspected is now. Everyone yeah. is a suspect. Yeah. Everyone is, yeah. So it was like, um, so there was a, a, this moment. You never know how much of this is scripted, but like. Where someone, the guys were completely like, "What the hell was that? What what exactly happened?" Yeah. They, they had no idea what happened. And then there was this like pause, and who was the last to be with her? And then Noah just like pipes in, and says, "I was." Yeah. And then he just tell, flat out tells them what he said. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, it's kind of Bennett, a flex. Bennett had got some good jabs in. Yeah. He basically said that, "Dude, talking to you is like talking to a, like a fourth grader or something, or a fourteen year old yeah. or something." Um, hey, Bennett couldn't – Bennett went to Harvard and he can't spell limousine, OK? That's all <laughs> – hey, there you go. He said um, – he had a couple lines that maybe the producers fed him, but he said something about – He at first he said, I'm not here to breastfeed Noah. And then at the, at, at the latter part of the um, – after the rose ceremony, he said, I signed up for the bachelor, not the babysitter. You yeah. know, he had a couple of lines yeah. like that. 
So so Bennett and Noah are now the 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 two people, the two rivals. Bennett also Bennett yeah. also couldn't do a word problem that I was editing a podcast. I wasn't paying attention to the show at all and I I didn't listen to what they were saying, but even I knew that the that the word problem was 25 minus 6 minus 1 minus 3. And he just did he just did the twenty five minus six and and didn't subtract the other two amounts of roses. And he's like, well, that was a badly worded problem. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone else in the room got it right. He blamed the problem. Yeah, yeah. he bl- blamed the uh, the question questionnaire. Um, so so it uh, it it has started this rivalry, Bennett and Noah. That, that uh, next episode it comes to a head, um, but. I just thought this move was like so unique and out of nowhere. Um, I kind of kind of give him credit. I, I just don't know if he did it on purpose, but anyway, he definitely did. So it, it comes it it brings up this dynamic where anybody who's sent home um, is pissed at Noah because they uh, didn't get time with her. They yeah. always feel like if yeah. they got like that three minutes, it would have yeah. saved them when they don't understand that they were going to mm-hmm. go home. Period. Because she's not very interested in you. Yeah. Um, so what, a couple guys, the the uh, Asian, the the Korean guy Joe. Yeah. He, the, he went home. But the guys she sent home with other. Well, okay. So of the guys that went home, there was the, there was the um, the Korean anesthesiologist Joe, who seemed like a pretty cool dude. Nice guy. Yeah. But no one would no one would say he was one of the people talking shit. Similarly, the black guy with glasses, whose name I don't know, who probably should have gone home a long time ago. Jordan Jordan C. Yeah. Jordan C. No one's going to think that Jordan C was the one saying shit about him. But who's the other two that go home? Kenny the boy yeah. band manager for sure. He definitely was the one probably saying <laughs> he didn't shut up the whole fucking time. And the one thing that he didn't say that he should have said was I'm 47 years old. Cause he clearly was. And then, and then the other guy that went home was Chasen, who Chasen It was probably talking shit, but Chasen's so dumb that he doesn't know what he was talking about. And I think it has something to do with him being stuck in the birth canal and having to have his head pulled out with, with forceps. So he looks like Val Kilmer would look if Val Kilmer had gone through a traumatic birth. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what you were going to say. I know. So if you're keeping score, uh, Chasen, Jordan, Joe, Kenny uh, went home which leaves Spencer, Noah, Ivan, Ed, Blake, Bennett, Brendan, Damar, Stop it. Riley. Stop it. What about Easy still there? Easy still there. Ben and Zach C. Yeah. Um, too many guys, dude. It's, I don't Riley, even know any of them are. By the way, Riley picked a uh, did did a real cheesy thing tonight at the rose ceremony, the prelim. Which, he brought yeah. he brought a contract because he's an attorney. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. said something like yeah. uh, it's a contract to be a, her my girlfriend. Yeah. And that said something like in order for this contract to to uh, whatever be official, this needs to happen. And he did this like really bad, awkward kiss. Yeah. And it, I, I don't was, think she's into him that much. That was so. No. Every rose Riley gets is a fucking mercy rose, dude. They're just they're just letting him hang around because he's a lawyer. Like they tried to make um, Chasen be a villain 
but he's a real dummy. So now they're like trying to play up Noah as a villain, but Noah's actually kind of smart. And it's as the viewer, you don't really hate him because he's kind of right in what he said. (laughs) And, but they're, but, but they got Riley there and Riley's kind of antagonistic. Like he started shit with people earlier on, but, and also he's a lawyer. So they're like, Hey, keep giving him a rose. Cause he's getting pissed. Like, like he's going to, he's going to start fights with these guys soon. So keep him around. Just use, just use one of your mercy roses. You get three mercy roses, every pick. So just give him a mercy rose. Let's keep him around. See if, see if he stirs some shit up. That's right. And he's from Detroit. Yeah. Like, All right, dude. Yeah. I think that's it. Um, I, I, I'm intrigued. I like this uh, this season, and Tasha's always fun to, to look at. Even though it, I found out that I'm her dad's age tonight, yeah. um, but I, it's fun, man. I, I like watching. It is kind of weird when you're like, at you, some point you hit a certain age where you're like watching the World Series or the Super Bowl, mostly the World Series because this baseball players' careers are little little more longevity longevity and you're like hey i'm like the oldest guy out here is like seven years younger than me <laughs> like <laughs> it's like a hard reality where you're like oh wait i'm much older than all these people anyway yes uh, okay jason great job we'll uh t- attempt to route ra- oh we didn't talk about last week we didn't do a show <laughs> because yes, you show. you were on vacation and yes. you were on vacation in the actual town where I live, literally, you were literally steps. You were staying <laughs> steps from where I actually live. Um, at at what point did the decision not to have any sort of contact with me in the town where I live? Uh, at what point did you make that decision right away or did it, was it nagging at you a little bit or were you just like, Oh no, it's, there's no, there's no chance that I will at any point make contact with Brian, even though the hotel that I'm staying at is mere steps away from his front door. You know, what's funny is that I thought the entire time that since I was, I don't do much social media, but since I was doing some, some Instagram stuff, I thought that that was me reaching out to you. I mean, that, it's, it's showing you where I'm at. So now to pull a um, to pull a um, Noah Noah. Yeah. Maybe this is on you because I was giving you the the open door. And you didn't do it. Yeah, it's on me. Uh, exactly. All right. Uh, great job. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Ballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next time. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. 
So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required.